Hey everybody, this is Tanya. Tonight's episode is, am I meant to be single for the rest of my life? First of all, I want to let you guys know I really missed you all. I've been busy with school because it's near the end of the semester and I've also been working a lot and had a big change in my work schedule, which has kind of taken up more of my time than uh, originally I would have liked for it to. And I've had to adjust some other things in my life to fit around this increased workload. So I haven't forgotten you guys. I've just been really, really busy. I know I said I do one of these once a week and I feel so bad because this has been like the third week or so that I had not done a podcast. So I was determined. I said, I'm going to do one tonight before this weekend is over. I am doing a podcast because I am a woman of my word and I said I would do them weekly and I'm going to get back on track and do just that. But tonight's episode is about singles who often question whether they are created to be single for the rest of their lives. Um, I know sometimes when you have single people who have never been in a formal relationship, and when I say that, I say a committed relationship where you've dated the same person for at least a year or so. You know, some singles have been in long-term relationships, even though they have not been married, they may have spent a number of years with the same person and it just did not lead to marriage. And so there are some singles who are very familiar with long-term relationships, with live-in boyfriends and girlfriends. Um, So some singles have been engaged. Some have, you know, gotten proposals and have gotten rings and, and all of that. But for some reason, it just did not lead to marriage. Something in the relationship did not work out. But then you have those single people who have never been on a date. Some have never engaged in any type of kissing or any type of uh, contact with the opposite sex. Some have uh, never been in a relationship and they may be in their 20s and 30s by now. They may be even in their 40s by now and have never uh, experienced, you know, a a real relationship with someone of the opposite sex. They've never even gotten close to an engagement. They've never even had a serious relationship that would even lead to an engagement, let alone um, actually getting an engagement or, or entering an engagement and possibly going down the aisle with somebody and joining with them in holy matrimony. And so sometimes single people, when they have experienced decades of of not going on a date and not being approached or, or, or any of that, sometimes they start to question, am I meant to be single for the rest of my life? You know, is there something wrong that for some reason, no one from the opposite sex seems to be interested in me or seem to find me attractive or seem to be uh, led to want to ask me on a date? You know, like what's going on with that? Is there something wrong with me? I don't have a clear cut answer to that because I'm sure if I did, I would be the richest woman on this planet. But what I can say is those that are gifted with singleness, and when I say gifted, these are people who have no desire to marry, they have no desire to date, and they are perfectly content being single. If you are someone that is meant to be single for life, I 
I'm pretty sure you would not be desiring to go on a date or desiring for companionship with uh, someone of the opposite sex. You would not be desiring those things if you were meant to be single for the rest of your life. I know of someone who is somebody that I would consider to be gifted with singleness. She knew early on in her teens that she did not want to be married and that she did not want children. And she told her father early on in life that she had no desire to be a wife. She had no desire to be a mother. She was perfectly fine just being her. And now she's in her 50s and she still feels the same way. She's totally happy being by herself. She's totally happy with having her own space. She's totally happy with with not going on dates and with not having male companionship. She's totally fine with that. And she is just content. And it's not one of those, you know, where people try to act like they're happy when they're really not. You can look at her and look at her life and tell that she is quite content and feels complete just as she is, you know. And of course, we should always strive to be whole. Uh, We don't ever want to get to a place where we're desperate. We don't ever want to get to a place where we feel like our lives are incomplete or we're completely unfulfilled until we enter a relationship or get married. But there are some people who know that marriage is just not God's plan for their life. And they're okay with that. They don't have any qualms with it. So I do believe that someone who is meant to be single for the rest of their life is not going to have a deep desire for marriage or a deep desire for that level of companionship. But just because you're not being approached and just because you are not going on dates does not mean that you are meant to be single for the rest of your life. Because dating is fine. I believe dating is necessary because we have to get to know one another. And there is nothing wrong with going on a date. I think we have read too much or made too much out of dating. And we have made it this super formal thing when dating does not have to be a formal commitment or any of that. Dating literally means setting a date (laughs) and, and making an appointment with someone to spend time, to have a conversation. Um, So that could range from a lot of different things. It could be as casual as going to coffee. I could have a coffee date with somebody, a movie date, a dinner date, a lunch date, a breakfast date. You know, kids have play dates. So dating is literally just showing up, making an appointment and showing up to spend time or to have a conversation with someone. There's nothing wrong with dating. But at the same time, you don't want to find yourself in a situation where you're going on so many different dates that your actual judgment and your um, your awareness is being clouded because you are entertaining so many different people. When you entertain so many different people, it can cloud your judgment. It can cloud your judgment. It can adversely affect your emotions. You can find yourself getting attached to one or more people. And then not being able to choose which one is right. Sometimes with dating, you you continue to go through a series of, of, of disappointments. And then those disappointments can cause you to become very bitter. It can cause you to become angry, frustrated, because it seems like you're always going on a date with someone and they never turn out to be the right person for you. And so you continue to go on dates and you continue to be disappointed. So dating has pros and cons. I personally have never been one that was a serial dater. I've never been somebody that was, you know, with 
one guy after another, after another, going to dinner, going to movies, you know, whatever the case may be. I'm one of those people going on a date is great, but it does not have to be, you know, okay, well, it didn't work out with this guy. So let me try this guy or let me, you know, date a few different guys and see, you know, I've never been that kind of person. I've been one of those people that, you know, I can take it or leave it. But I think that dating when done wisely can be a great way to get to know someone and a great way to know if that person could possibly be right for you. But just because you're not being approached, just because you don't have guys, you know, um, chasing you down for your number all the time, just because you don't have all these guys approaching you all the time and or females, you know, or, um, that are wanting to be approached by you. Uh, just because, you know, uh, women keep turning down your offers or, or, or for the women, you keep getting men who uh, don't really ask you out on dates. They just like to talk to you, but they never really want to ask you out. I mean, I have women that, um, you know, they, they get these texting relationships and it's just a bunch of texting and it doesn't go anywhere, you know, or men that like to text a lot and they never get up the courage to ask a woman out on a real date. Um, You know, nobody wants that, you know, not in 2018. Nobody wants a texting relationship. You know, it amazes me because I watch Catfish and I see these people who have fallen deeply head over heels in love with people that they've only texted for the last like seven years. And I'm like, how is that? How are you falling in love with someone whose voice you've never even heard, whose face you've never seen in real life? And through texting, you have developed this deep, relationship, this tie, this bond with this person, and you have not ever really spoken to them. And via texting, you still don't really even know this person, but yet you have sworn off all other, you know, relationships and you have made this person your commitment and your life and you don't know them. Relationships can't be built through text. They can't be built through DMs. They can't be built that way. Uh, a relationship can only be built an intimacy can only be built with someone once you spent time with that person. And I know people don't like to hear that because we're in an electronic age where it's just easier for me to inbox you and easier for me to text you. And I don't even know, you know, email even sounds old school nowadays. You know, it used to be email was the main form of electronic communication once upon a time and email was big. But now we've moved past email because email is slow compared to a DM, a text or an inbox. You know, it's it's slow. You know, by the time somebody gets around to checking their email, who knows when that will be, especially if you're a person like me who doesn't clean out your email box on a regular basis. That thing might have got lost. Who knows where? So now we text and we DM and we do that for weeks before we will even pick up the phone and have a conversation with somebody. I mean, that's just how our communication skills have kind of fallen off. But either way, you can't build a relationship through just text messaging. And so you want to go on a date. You know, we don't want to keep entertaining these text uh, text relationships. And so you want to move past that. But I just want you to be encouraged just because people aren't beating down your door to be with you, just because guys aren't staring you down, just because females aren't staring you down, just because it when it seems like you try to, quote unquote, shoot your shot, it seems like you keep missing (laughs) and you're just not, you know, able to really connect with somebody. That doesn't mean that you're meant to be alone for the rest of your life. It does not mean that at all. I believe at the right time with the right person, that person is going to come into your life 
and it's going to be, it's going to hit off right away. It's going to be great. You guys are going to connect immediately. It's going to be right. And you're going to know it's right. But sometimes, you know, the best things, the best possible things that God could introduce into our lives take time. And it's not even a matter of what you should do differently or what, how you should dress or, you know, this or that. Sometimes you're doing everything right and it's just a matter of timing. And that's the part we struggle with because we're looking for reasons why we're still single. We're looking for reasons why we're not getting propositions. We're looking for reasons why, you know, we can't seem to build a connection with somebody. And, and you know, we keep following a lot of, you know, relationship gurus and stuff that, you know, will tell you that you need to, you know, fix this part about yourself, change that part about yourself, you know, change the way you dress, you know, change your personality, change this, change that, you know, and um, they'll tell you all these different things that you need to fix, but maybe you don't need to fix anything. Maybe you're just fine the way you are. And it's just a matter of waiting for your moment. And we don't like that because it just sounds too easy. It just sounds too easy. You know, there's a a story in the Bible that talks about uh, Naaman and how Naaman was struck with leprosy. And the prophet Elijah told him to dip seven times in the Jordan River. And Naaman was so upset by these instructions because, well, for one thing, the Jordan River was not very clean. But aside from that, the instructions just seemed so elementary dip in the, in the river seven times. That's it. Really? You know, I got leprosy here. You know, I got this skin disease, this skin disease that's eating up my skin. And you're telling me to dip in a dirty river seven times and boom, I'm going to be okay. Sometimes it's really just that simple. Sometimes it's really just that easy. Sometimes it's really just a matter of you waiting for the right person to approach you as, as, Wrong as that might seem, because we want to make it so complicated and we want it to be, you know, such a large undertaking, but it's really not. It's a matter of timing. And the reason why we struggle with that is because timing is not within our control. We can't control when we will meet somebody. We can't control when we will get married. We can't control uh, when, you know, we'll have children to a certain extent. If we choose to do it the right way, we don't have control over when we'll meet the right person. Now, you can go out here and meet anybody all day long and you can, you know, make yourself committed to that person and and you can, you know, make that person be what you want them to be, even though they may not be the right one for it. I mean, you can go out here and try that. You know, a lot of people have connected with folks that they didn't really love and that they weren't really attracted to and that they really didn't have a connection with simply because they were lonely and they didn't want to be by themselves. And so they made something out of out of nothing that really should have just been left as nothing. But if you want to do things right, then it's a matter of timing. And that's the part that's not within your control. The hardest thing to do is to, to truly leave things up to God to work out in our lives the way he chooses to. That's the difficult part. You know, one of the things that we as people struggle with when it comes to the who, what, where, when, and why, the biggest thing we struggle with is when. Because we just don't know when. And it seems like for other people, everything falls in place perfectly at the perfect time. You know, they get married at the perfect age. They start their family, you know, right on time. You know, it seems like 
everything in their life just fell right in place at the right time. And it seems like for some of us, we seem to be behind, like way behind. You know, we're, we're you know, in our 30s and 40s and we're still single. We still don't have children. You know, <laughs> Maybe some of you still haven't finished a degree. You know, maybe some of you are still living with your parents and you haven't moved out on your own, you know, and maybe you're 30 and 40 and you haven't bought your first home or maybe you're 30 and 40 and you still haven't started a business, you know, and you feel like you're so behind because you're seeing people 10 and 20 years younger than you that are accomplishing the things that you have yet to realize. But it's really just a matter of timing. And why certain people get to accomplish certain things at the age that they do, I don't know. Why are there 10-year-olds that are starting businesses? Why are there 22-year-olds that are getting married? (laughs) You know, why are there 25-year-olds that are having their first child? Why are there, you know, uh, 24-year-olds that are completing their degrees already? It's really a matter of timing. And in some cases good planning when it comes to a degree, you plan well, you go to school and you complete your education (laughs) at a young age. Some people decide not to go back to school or not able to go back to school until later in life. But, you know, sometimes certain things are beyond your control. And so you just really have to wait for your time. Lots of people get married for the first time in their 40s. Lots of people have their first child in their 30s. I have a friend who just had a baby three weeks ago and she's 39. It's her first child. So, I mean, you know, did she plan it that way from the beginning? Probably not. I'm sure she anticipated becoming a mom before 39. But it it, it wasn't her time. Now it's her time. And so I want you all to be encouraged because... Where you are right now is not your destination. Just know that you're, you're on track and you're moving. It may seem like you're still, and it may seem like you're going nowhere, but you're moving. You know, I took a train to D.C. on last weekend. And the train, I don't know, I had this impression, it was my first time taking an Amtrak. I had the impression that it was just going to move really fast because when you see images of, of Amtrak's, they're always like flying. (laughs) So you believe that you're going to be like rolling down the track way faster than you would in a car. But actually, you're not really going any faster than you would if you were traveling in a car. But the thing is, we continue to move. It may not felt like we were going very fast, may felt like we were on that train forever. But we were continuously moving to our destination. So this season of your life that you're in, this season of singleness, this season of lack of companionship, this season of, you know, not being a a parent, this season of still going to school to complete your education, it may seem like it's dragging on forever. You may feel like you're stuck. Seems like you've been going to school forever, for years. It seems like you've just been single for as long as you can remember. You can't even remember the last time you had a a date, you know, it's been that long, you know, or maybe you've never been on a date. Maybe you've just never had anybody ask you out or maybe guys, you've never um, had the opportunity to ask a lady out or maybe your proposition was turned down by the ladies 
And so you feel like, you know, you're just destined to be where you are, but you're not. The right person will come or come along. The right opportunity, business opportunity will come along. The right career opportunity will come along. Your graduation date is on the way, even though it feels like forever away. It's, it's on the way. It's closer than you think. Every semester of school you complete, you're that much closer to your degree. And if you look back, you're closer than you were the first day you signed up for school. So don't get discouraged because of where you are right now. You're not destined to remain there. You're not destined to remain single for the rest of your life. It's just right now, it's about timing and it's about waiting for your time. And that's really all that we can do. And that's really the best advice that I can offer you. Because you might just be just fine where you are, not needing to change anything about your life or yourself. And it's just a matter of waiting on the right moment. And it's going to come. It's going to come when you least expect it. I know we hear that all the time. I'm not saying you got to act like you don't want to get married or act like you don't want a relationship in order for one to show up. But I'm just saying it's going to happen at a time where you're busy, where you're focused. (laughs) It's going to happen at what seems like an inopportune time. That's when it's going to happen. When it doesn't become your focus anymore, that's usually when it when it happens for you. When it beca- that doesn't become your focus. And so get busy doing the things that you can control, like finishing your education or starting that business or starting that career path. Whatever it is that you desire to do, buy that home. Do the things that you can do right now and the things that you can't control, you know, leave it in God's hands and allow him to work that out for you because he's already worked it out. It's already a done deal. It's just a matter of his plan unfolding in your life. So be encouraged. I want all of you to be encouraged. We are single together. You're not alone. We may not physically be together, but we are together as kindred spirits experiencing this single season at the same time. So you're not alone. Contrary to what it feels like, you're not by yourself. There are singles all over the world that are struggling with the same things that you are. And so be encouraged. Be encouraged and get busy doing the things that you can control. And things that you can't control Don't allow those things to magnify in your life because you'll feel helpless, you'll feel angry, and you'll start to turn to unhealthy things for comfort. So you don't want to do that. You're going to be just fine no matter how old you are, no matter what you have not done or what you have already done. You're going to be just fine. All of it's going to fall into place exactly the way it's meant to be. So you all have a wonderful evening. Stay encouraged. 